Hello, hello, and welcome to podcast Invest in You. The episode is number 15. So you are joining us today, interviewing a lovely lady from America. Her name is Kathleen. She is an expert how to express yourself and also to be authentic in the way you dress. We will have the pleasure to talk about how you can be positive, confident, and also authentic to yourself. Plus also how you can have the right appropriate clothing to dress, to impress, and for success. So please join us in uh, hearing what she's got to share with us. Here we go. Hello, hello. Welcome, Kathleen from uh, the States. Thank you. Yes, from Nevada. How are you today? I'm well, really well. How are you, Frederick? Yeah, I'm, I'm great, thanks. And uh, for, for the people listening into this who can't see, see what I see, Kathleen's got a lovely smile. She looks completely prepared to share a uh, wealth of knowledge. So would you mind to share with uh, the audience who don't know who you are, what do you do? How do you work with other people? My name is Kathleen Audet, and I own a company called Your Authentic Image. And I do image consulting where I help men and women become seen and heard and known in the world using their clothing as a resource. So what would be the, the typical person that you come across in your field? Is there even a typical person? Well, most of the time, if someone's going to hire me, they are looking to change the way that they feel about their wardrobe and the way that they feel in it. So lots of yeah. times they're looking to speak, to present, to be seen, to be online, something like that. So linked to the same thing, I have interviewed uh, before uh, a plastic surgeon, and I also do actually some surgery myself. And often it's more the self-image than, than the actual self. Can you relate to that as well? Oh, yes, yes. I start everything with mindset and what's going yeah. on on the inside, and then I think you want to reflect that on the outside in a positive way, right? Yeah, yeah. And do you also bring in uh, the person's values into this? equation yes as a matter of fact you can take my values assessment right on the front page of my website that's the first thing you can do <laughs> perfect perfect that's good all right so tell me about the, the the journey from like exploring who you are into how can people just reflect on this conversation that we have right now mm -hmm. and translate that into their reality what okay. what might help them great so Long before we speak we, or even open our mouths, we're speaking in a much more ancient language called the nonverbal. And people are seeing that whether you want them to or not. And so you want to be able to control that message. And I think the best way to do that is not just to find out what clothes say about you, but what you think about yourself and how you feel about yourself that's positive and confident and then have the design elements and the clothing reflect that. And so that process is what I take people through. We look at who you are at a very deep level and then we translate that into the design elements in the clothing so that you appear very authentic, confident, very real. And that garners a lot more warmth and trust from people than just showing up in whatever. <laughs> Yeah. So I have had a past in the military, so I was uh, used to have a, a uniform. So it's very easy to hide in a uniform, but even in a uniform, 
mm-hmm. you can wear that one. It's so many different ways as well. The one that fits, one that doesn't, one is clean, one is not so clean. What would be the standard working uniforms in, in, the, in the area you live for, for different categories of, of groups, if you can generalize? Well, when I train for corporate, I use a style scale and I break clothes up into four levels. So uh, professional or business, business uh, polished, business casual, which is kind of an oxymoron, and casual. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I can absolutely benefit from your help as well. I'm so comfortable in my own skin, so it doesn't matter if, if I'm naked or, or wear a, a rug. No, honestly, jokes aside, uh, I do love to to dress up for and have the right clothes for the occasion mm-hmm. and for the environment. As uh, I like to be almost like a chameleon to try to fit in, blend in, but uh, also stand a little bit, uh, of course, higher than average to portray uh, often a position that I like to have. Yeah, that means you're using your clothing as a tool, just like you do your house or your car or your money, right? You're using it to yeah. your advantage. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So what, what would be a, a super standard business casual in, in, in a part of the world where you live? And I'll share what it might be in London. Okay. Business casual here would be, uh, for men, a collared shirt like what you're wearing and yeah. maybe some... Um, khakis or maybe a pair of jeans that were a darker wash uh, and anything that's not a sneaker uh, that would be for men Uh, for women it would be maybe a dress or um, a a blouse and pants that are not jeans yeah yeah well for for me today I've been very much dressed like you explained uh, business casual so Mm -hmm. I've been in a very very informal one-to-one meeting uh, in the city with two different people in which company I feel comfortable. Yes. Uh, so I felt very relaxed about having uh, a pair of boots, uh, dark jeans, and, and yes, a relaxed fit uh, shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much for sharing that. If we now step up a notch, uh, what, what would be the dress code for that? And in the bit, a bit more of polished. Thing. Yeah. Right. So what you'd want to do is put on some sort of a jacket or a blazer. You still have your jeans on, uh, but if you a blazer is the nonverbal message of that is very approachable and accessible, but not so authoritative that you you people don't hear you. That's a great example, and and the way where I will apply that again, obviously with your permission. I am about to have a presentation for roughly a thousand people, a quite uh, large audience, very large audience to to be in in, in one room. Uh, I could absolutely have a full full suit, tie everything, so I could do the, the full formal setting. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, to very much portray what I am. I am a managing director of multiple businesses, mm-hmm. but I think for the case of, of this presentation, I also like to be much more approachable. Yes, if you weigh approachable versus super professional on, on a scale, would you go to that little high end, or would it be slightly more relaxed? I'll share some more thoughts after you have responded. The most authoritative piece of clothing in Western culture is a suit, a matched suit, yes. top and yes. bottom match. So you have the highest authority there. And that includes a tie and, and a collared shirt. But I think yes. uh, you want to look at more approachable, just a blazer, some sort of a blazer that's not too casual in fabric. You know, it's yes. not tweed or something like that, I think is a good, a good option for you. 
Yeah, I, I feel feel like that I am on track. Uh, so thank you for your approval. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, it, it will be good fun because I, I envisage the other speakers because they, they are also at a level in their own success so that they don't need the money in the room. They're comfortable where they are. They're all very successful. They're all uh, multi-billionaires and they are comfortable in their own right. So they also got almost like you think uh, Steve Jobs style or Mark Zuckerberg they can get away with with almost whatever clothes because all people respect where they are in in their growth, so to speak. How do you relate to people who almost like uh, I used to have emo, even more uniform way of uh, appearing? I was very often having very similar in terms of I like to have the, the the white shirt. I had a full suit, but very rarely a tie. And that was very often my bob. Uh, yeah, often the, the way I was both uh, in network meetings and in business as well. How is that similar or different over in uh, in your area? It's not really. It just depends on the setting. So yeah. for, for networking meetings in the West Coast, I'd say it's more casual here. Yes, I know. Yeah, two years on the East Coast and grew up on yes. Cape Cod, where you know went to college in Boston, where the dress code was much more conservative. Uh, yeah. The West Coast, uh, it's much more relaxed here. So yeah. it depends on the setting entirely. But for networking meetings, generally level two where you're at now is it yeah. would actually be good for where I live <laughs> be dressed up. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Uh, and, and also, we also got many women listening into this. Uh, so if we take the same conversation uh, a second round and uh, try to generalize and give some hinters that can be useful for, for women starting with, like the, the business casual setting again, if you can elaborate on that. Really, the idea is to have all of the attention off the body and up onto the face because you're speaking to people. So a dress is always a good idea. Um, and slacks and a, a blouse are good. Anything that's not jean material is a good idea. And if you're going to be in a setting with a lot of men, your best bet is to look for some sort of a blazer in order to be on par uh, and, to, and to be heard. It's a little bit harder for women to be heard in meetings. And so I think that really it just comes down to being authentic to who you are. If, if that's not who you are, you know, a certain piece of clothing, then don't wear it because it's just not. Yeah. But definitely come out of jeans and t-shirts and sneakers into uh, clothes that are not denim. And I think that's probably the first piece of it yeah. I would give. Yeah. Perfect. And then, yes, to have the, the scales right, if we then again take it up a notch in terms of even more professional for women again, what would that be in, in difference to what you just shared? Right. I, it's the same on for men and women that a matched suit is the, is the highest level of authority. But women could wear a skirt instead, which actually has a little bit higher authority according to the studies. And then some sort of a blazer with a skirt or pants that are not jeans. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. And, and women can't go wrong with a the dress. They just can as long as it's not too tight or too big. Yes, a just right fit. In Swedish, we got the word which is lagom, which is not too much, not too little, just right. 
Just right, yeah. Yeah, we have. Just the right fit sounds like a, a <laughs> yes. perfect thing. Uh, moving on to something which is linked to our own skin color and tone and so on and so forth. What are the the, the color advice you might want to share? Well, if we were to look at your coloring, which is light, your your hair is light, your skin is light, your eyes are very light blue. We want to make sure that we're trying to bring some of your personal coloring down into your clothes. So the sort of maroon color that you have on is nice. It's not too overpowering. Um, I would recommend that people in general wear a little bit less black than they do. I think we've it's, it's ubiquitous. It's everywhere. A lot of that is a whole host of reasons. But to not wear anything too dark or too heavy when you're as light as you are, because that will weigh you down. But it does depend on your personal coloring. And I don't go by seasons. I go by how your hair, eye, skin color are, and then try and bring those colors down into your clothes. So blue is always going to be a, a great color for you, right? You yeah, I, I, I feel actually most at ease and most comfortable about this naturally. So yeah, very, very interesting observation. Thank you for sharing. Okay. Moving on to something which is slightly outside your, your norm, normal work field, how do you find people to work with? Just uh, from uh, the reason why we're even on this call together is uh, one of my absolute favorites, someone I like and trust, has referred you as someone that she likes and trusts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is a fantastic way to, to even start up a conversation. How do you find other people to work with, generally? Mm-hmm. I would say referrals are the number one. Uh, my website brings in quite a few. Yeah, great. Uh, very good SEO on that. And um, I appreciate my SEO person. And uh, I do some networking and I speak. And I get a lot from yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm kind of doing a program which is linked to, let's call it a, a key person of influence. Uh, it sounds like you're absolutely an influencer in your niche, in your field. Would you say that's not the case? No, it is. I think so. Someone just... I think so too. I think that's the reason why we have this conversation, because you stand out and you've decided not to go like too broad, which is your strength can come across much, much clearer. So yeah, perfect. Okay. If my children were here, they would ask you, what does the term invest in you mean? I think the term invest in you means that you are willing to take some of the resources that you would allocate for something you think is very important, but you would allocate them for yourself in either reading or finding someone that had the knowledge that you want and going after that. Cool. Have you had any good experience with, for example, uh, a coach or a mentor in, in your yeah. career? Very, very, very good. Mm-hmm. Would you like to share some of the, the, the best things from, from having someone to guide you, whatever that might be? One of the best things is that they, the two coaches I've had, uh, three, I think it's been a long time. Um, they've all been where I've wanted to be. Great, yeah. Um, capacity. And so being able to tap into that has been invaluable. And I think that's the one thing that's made a difference for me overall. Okay. In terms of uh, investing, have you invested in something like stocks and shares, property, anything outside the normal or something very normal? Uh, have you invested in something more than yourself? 
Well, I've invested in um, my marriage, my children, property. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, property. I've had um, invested in people, lots and lots of people. Great. Thank you for sharing. I mean, it's so, so nice to hear what people invest in. Uh, and also to hear, uh, I know my wife is investing a, a huge amount of energy in terms of helping our children uh, with the kids because we, part of the time we live in different locations. So she's very much minding them uh, the whole time where I can just help when I'm, I'm around. So yeah. That's great. Yeah, I saw a picture of you and your boys. They're so cute. Uh-huh. How old are they? They are 12 and 14. But they also already understood that it is important to, to learn about entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done, done quite a lot of research before we even started working together on this. Like almost half of all the, 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 the teenagers and children would like to become entrepreneurs, whereas less than a percentage has got any idea what it even entails at all, let alone how to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like a, a huge gap there from like the one billion people who want to the very, very, very few who've got any chance at all to start at an early stage. Have you seen any teenpreneurs in your life, in, in media, anything at all? Have you come across any young young people who are in business in some shape or form? Not recently. Uh, I did have yeah. someone approach me two days ago asking if they could start a business like mine and could they yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. Quite young, you know, early 20s. Yep. Yeah, no, my daughter good. would like to be an entrepreneur, but she says, Mom, you work so hard. So I said, well, uh-huh. there's nothing wrong with hard work. You're going to work hard yeah. no matter what you do, right? You know, it's different to work hard for yourself, your your own course, or even the greater course as well. Uh, may I ask, how, how old is she? She's 18. She's my youngest. 18. Yeah, she's yeah. still in high school. We're just finishing high school. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, the years pass very quick. They do for some reason. Yes, so hold on tight because it goes fast. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes, I have my yeah. first grandbaby, so that's very strange. I don't feel old enough, but I do. So yeah, thank you, uh, thank well, you for talking to me. Yeah. It's great to meet yeah. you. Likewise. So uh, just to kind of summarize a few things. So we have spoken a bit around how you can really use your your uh, clothing as. Uh, as a tool to uh, enhance, or actually worst case, to even weaken uh, the personal message you, you can put across. Would you agree to that? That you can both make it better or worse. Yes, uh, absolutely. With, with yeah. If you would summarize like your one, two, three top ideas around using the way you, you dress for success, what would that be? I would advise people to do three things. Go into your closet and instead of thinking your way in, try just feeling your way in there and seeing how it feels. I know that's an odd statement, but sometimes you have to connect your mind and your body in order to get dressed, right? The second thing I would do is ask a lot of questions. What's working for me? What's not working for me? And why? And then I would also think about narrowing down your wardrobe as much as possible to only those pieces that you love and want to wear. 
uh, because we we have too many clothes in our closet. We hoard. We fast fashion. We have too much, and so it's hard to figure out or be creative about what to wear. Yeah, perfect. That, that's 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 great. So, if people like to connect with you uh, or find out more resources, information, and obviously even to reach out to you personally, what is the best way to do that? The best way would be to go onto my website, which is yourauthenticimage.com, and you can connect with me on my contact page. You can email me at kathleen at yourauthenticimage.com, and either way, I'll be able to get back to you. Yeah. Do you have any favorite social media which you use at all? I'm on Instagram every day. I post yeah. something every day on there. Um, I have a, a blog that I post on every uh, couple times a month with pretty substantial articles on a lot of different topics. And I have a lot on my Pinterest boards. And uh, the easiest way to find them just to go through your website, you will have links to those. Everything's linked. Everything's linked. Yeah. Lovely. Perfect. In the connected world. Uh, Kathleen, I'm very grateful that we took the time, connected, uh, and uh, that we got the chance to share some ideas together. Yes. Great to talk to you, Frederick. Thank you so much. Thank you ever so much.